Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Consultant. Today we're going to be talking about the Ocean Age at Sea from Jefferson's, a very special lineup. So if you're ready to learn, get those whiskey glasses out because class is now in session. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Consultant. I'm your host, Susie Lee. I'm recording this from the beautiful Mile High City of Denver. I hope everybody's week is going great so far. The first week of 2021 is upon us, so goodbye to 2020 and good riddance, as we like to say now. But the holiday season was very busy in the liquor industry and for me personally as well. I have moved from the store I was at to a different store and they were completely slammed for a couple of straight weeks. It was very, very busy. And one of the sections that was the busiest, well, that was the liquor section. Everybody wanted to gift bourbon or scotch or some kind of whiskey to their favorite person for the holidays, whether it was high-end, low-end, or something flavored. It seemed like everybody was giving the gift of whiskey, which that is a great gift, and you really can't go wrong with alcohol. But also, it kind of brought up what is super popular right now. The 1920, I couldn't keep it on the shelf. And there were some scotches like Laphroaig and Glenn Levitz, of course. They're always great gifts. But one that really stood out that I kept running out of was Jefferson's Ocean Age at Sea, which is a great lineup. And by the way, Jefferson's line in particular is really good. And Jefferson's has been around for many, many years and kind of pays homage to Thomas Jefferson. We mentioned him in our very first podcast. He was a big spirits and wine enthusiast, so it's a very historical distillery. But they do very good medium to high-end bourbon. And what their new lineup is about, well, it's not exactly super new. It's been around for a few years, but it's the Ocean Age at Sea. And these are particularly fun because they take the bourbon about three or four barrels and they ship it around the equator about four times. It calls into different ports. It goes into different temperatures. It goes from hot to cold, from hot to cold again. And it gets rolled around in that boat or ship or whatever they're using at the time. And it picks up a lot of great sea flavors. You can almost smell the sea as you open any of their bottles. I've had three of them so far, and all of them smell like the briny sea straight out from the gate. They're very good whiskeys. They are very high-end whiskeys, though. These bottles run you about 75 to 80 bucks a bottle, depending on where you're going to go. But it's very nice aged whiskey. These whiskeys are going to be about seven to eight years on the age statement. It is a blend, so the mash bill is not disclosed. But I'm sure it's their blend from their older versions. And they just do bourbon really well. Jefferson's, the original, the word reserve is very very tasty and that'll be a little bit cheaper about 50 to 60 bucks depending on where you go but the ocean agency has traveled which we can't say we have that much this year but the ocean agency like i said four times around the equator they always take different tracks this one started in california and worked its way into georgia over the course of many months 
and the weather and the ship does interesting things to the bourbon. So when you take bourbon from really cold temperatures to really hot temperatures, it expands and gets a lot of flavor from the barrel. Actually rolling around in the ship on its own probably does that as well. So it kind of fast tracks the aging process. And the co-owner of Jefferson's, Troy Zoller, discovered that this works when he took two or three barrels as an experiment with them on a trip to go tag whales. And he realized that the bourbon totally changes over the time they spent out at sea. So this is a very good lineup. They've been doing it for a few voyages now. We're up to 20. And they're constantly, there's probably a voyage with three or four barrels of bourbon traveling around the world as we speak. The last uh, bottle I got was the 17 Voyage. That was known as the Rubber Ducky Voyage. Because as they were coming into the Pacific to port into California, they saw that a Chinese cargo ship had kind of hit some turbulence or stormy seas and a couple of their containers, <coughs> excuse me, had fallen overboard and it was full of rubber ducks. So that was known as a rubber ducky voyage. This one was very uneventful. Apparently they have a little ship's log as a tag on the bottle and it tells you how the voyage went and what temperatures it was set at and etc. And if you go on their website you can learn a little bit more about your ship's voyage or your bottle's voyage and where it went and how many ports it went into. Like I said, most ports about 30 and it does do a lot of traveling. And this one is great because when you add ice to it, and I do not usually condone ice in, in bourbon. I like my bourbon neat. But if you do put ice in Jefferson's, it makes the properties of the bourbon a total different game so it might be a little straightforward up front but then you put a piece of ice into it and it kind of almost changes the whole profile of the bourbon itself which is very interesting so this is a very nice delicate bourbon it's not too harsh it's a 90 proof so it's easy to drink this is great neat and like I said I will allow a piece of ice if you want to take it to a whole different level this this is one that I also have fondness for because this is one I experimented on my first bourbon consultant group. And they were in agreement that it did totally change the properties when you added just that little piece of ice. And it was amazing how it affected the taste of the bourbon. The bourbon itself, because of being at sea all those months, it does pick up a lot of brininess, a lot of sea flavor. So think an Islay scotch, if you will, if you know your scotches, Islay is on the coast, so it's very briny. It's got this, um, we call it a band-aid, almost a texture to it. The brininess is so heavy that you can smell it as soon as you open the bottle, and it kind of does fill your whole apartment. Um, but it does have that brininess flavor to it. And also, because of the sea travel, it does have a little bit of reminiscence of rum. So think maybe a little bit of spice in the middle as 
as well. These are, like I said, a blend, and the age statement is about seven to eight years, so they say on their website. This one in particular, the Voyage 20, was very reminiscent to me of salted caramel. I mean, right up front, as soon as you open the bottle, you smell that brininess, and then you get into the nose, and it smelled like a very well-made delicately crafted salted caramel candy and you get into the taste of it and it tastes very similar and in the forefront you're going to have a lot of caramel you're going to have some butter and a lot of toffee it's a little bit sweet up front and then in the middle it's going to have give way to kind of a rum flavor um, a little bit of spice and it's going to get a little darker and then on the finish there's a lot of orange and some more of that sea brininess comes forward so it's a very complex bourbon and for 80 bucks I don't know if the hype makes it worth the 80 bucks the uh, the whole voyage thing but it does have a great story to it and I love bourbons with a great backstory so if you're looking for something interesting to try and maybe you got a bottle of this for the holidays I know it's very popular where I work and if you got a bottle of this for the holidays, well, congratulations. I think whoever gave it to you liked you very much. And it's kind of funny because I've had three or four people ask me, do you know of a bourbon that travels around the world on a ship? And I immediately know they're talking about Jefferson's Ocean Age at Sea. So it does have a uh, reputability to it. And Jefferson's line is tasty all around the board anyway. So if you can get a hold of one of their reserves, or um, one of their very high end uh, with Thomas Jefferson on the can. They're excellent as well. So bravo to Jefferson's. Keep doing the voyages. They always taste a little bit different. The 17 I had before was very popcorn-like, salted caramel popcorn almost and this one was a totally different taste profile more reminiscent of maybe a scotch finish maybe in a rum cask or something like that so if you're looking for something different pick up the jefferson's ocean age at sea is definitely one of my favorite lines i give this a really good solid eight rating all across the board and i do think the backstory is worth a few extra dollars coming out of your pocket for it so I hope that was helpful. And guys, I am now back in full swing. I'm sorry about that two-month hiatus. The holidays and liquor industry with COVID and everything made it super, super busy. We were all working long hours. And now that the holidays are done, liquor stores are known for their business going kind of down for the next few months until St. Patrick's Day and summer rolls around. So we have a few months of downtime. This is when your liquor store probably is going to rearrange the shelves on you or do some cleaning. And uh, so go in and talk to this is a great time to talk to your liquor store people because they do now have time to chat with you. But uh, give them a break during the holidays because they're bouncing from one customer to the other. And like I said, this was a big, big year for gifting brown water or alcohol in general. Um, I must have made 10, 12, 20 recommendations all day for a couple of weeks straight. 
So give your liquor store a little love post-holiday season. They were there for you. Be there for them. And as always, appreciate your liquor store and where you buy your liquor because they've been working really hard the last few months, especially with COVID. COVID has totally changed how liquor businesses do industry from delivery to curbside to in-store and with the challenges of masks and cleaning and trying to keep a safe distance. This was definitely an odd year to be working in the liquor industry. But as well, it's a very good industry to be in. Um, it's very solid. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. And I'm very, very thankful to be in this business. And I hope the distillers now can start kind of getting up and running. I would kind of hold off on looking for allocated for a while because all the allocated usually comes out in the holiday season. And now there's going to be a big kind of downdrift to allocations leading up. And a lot of liquor stores will do spring releases and whatnot. But I would give your liquor store a break as well for not having any allocated because they probably have gotten more than their fair share of allotment for the holidays. So if you don't see any Blantons or Eagle Rare or anything like that on the shelf, don't be mad because they've just received what they were probably going to receive for the year. And now they got to save up for the next time holiday season. And as always, guys, it's been a real pleasure. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Keep tuning in. Keep sending your whiskey-loving buddies over to listen every Wednesday. Whiskey Wednesday is totally a thing now. And if you want to join our Facebook group and chat about whiskey or send me pictures of some stuff you got over the holidays, please feel free to do so. That's going to be at the whiskey consultant at facebook.com. And you can message me or ask me for advice on what next whiskey you should purchase. And so that will be it for me today and have a great rest of your week. All right, guys, that's it. I'm out. And as always, keep testing, keep trying and keep exploring the world of whiskey. Cheers. Cheers.